Good morning, everybody. This is Gary A. Swaby, and I'm also here with Mr. Max Moller. What's up, Max? Hey, not much, man. Looking forward to talking about the Scorpio Conference. Oh, yeah, the Scorpio Conference. That's interesting. I'm still interesting. calling it the Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll have a lot to say about that. But uh, just to let you guys know, Richard Bailey and Jake James Luca are currently at the Ubisoft Conference. So, yeah, we'll catch up with them later at the Sony Conference. But for now, we're going to be recapping the events that happened yesterday at the Microsoft Conference, just me and Max. Uh, we were all there, though, and it was a very interesting conference. Uh, we got there real early. Unfortunately, they did have some um, some technical difficulties because, you know, they, uh, there was an issue with your badge, right? Mm-hmm. Getting your badge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was an issue with the barcode. So I ended up getting in late and not being able to sit with these guys. But I still ended up getting a good seat and finding some cool guys to talk to. So it was a overall great time in the first place yeah not a good start especially because this is max's first t3 so yeah that's not a great start but he did get into the press conference and he still got great seats pretty much so i guess it still worked out okay mm-hmm. but yeah uh, let's get into what they announced what they showed at the show um so they started off with hardware uh they they was going through the different resolutions of the previous consoles and everything which was interesting um shouts to mr tony polonco because you know he made the comment that they didn't show any 900p games on that which is interesting but and most of the library (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly but yeah um so they went right into you know the xbox scorpio as we used to call it and now uh, we're supposed to call it xbox one x Uh, what do you think of the name of the console okay so initially I didn't hate the name, and I still don't hate the name, but I don't like it much. I kind of get what they're going for, though. I saw this uh, on Reddit, so I didn't take credit for this, but Xbox One X, if you look at the initials, it spells Xbox. So that's kind of funny. I don't know if they did that on purpose or if they're going for that, but I don't know. It sounds too similar to Xbox One S. That's something that could get confusing if you're talking on the phone with someone or something like that, and it's just... It's not a smooth name in the first place. Like, don't get me wrong, I never thought Xbox One was that great of a name, but it kind of, it still, like, it catches on your tongue, and it's fine. Like, you will remember it, and it makes sense with what they're going for with the console. The X just kind of sounds thrown on. Like, I don't know what the X is supposed to represent, because the X in Xbox already represents, like, the DirectX and everything, you know? So, we don't really... I just don't know why they threw that on there. It seems like kind of a lazy choice to me, but I liked I liked the name Scorpio. I kind of want to stick with that, and I, I it's going to be a while before I pick up on using just Xbox One X. I feel like I'm going to be calling it Scorpio for quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, same here. I'm not impressed with the name. Um, it's going to be hard to get used to, and it doesn't roll off the tongue so easily either. Like, you have to kind of think about, like, Xbox One X. Like, you have to, you know, it doesn't roll off the tongue. Uh, I, I think it would have been better if they just went with, like, you know, maybe um, Scorpio, like you said, or um, Xbox One Elite, yep. even. Like, that would have made sense, but... I did find out, though... Um this was one of Emilio's friends that we met up with last night when we were in that YouTube area. Actually, the Xbox One Elite already exists. It's apparently a hybrid between like the SSD and the normal hard drive that they have, and it came out with a they came out with it in like a package. I want to say around December of last year. Someone was saying like not a lot of people know about it, but apparently it's already a thing, and it comes with a few other extra features. But I never knew that. But and that kind of no sucks because I think the Elite name would have been great. Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely for sure. But and they have the, the elite controller as well. Yep. But um, 
Yeah, they talked a little bit about the specs as well. Um, a lot of the stuff, you know, we kind of already knew, like, from the Digital Foundry reveal and stuff. Uh, but they did say that it's going to have water cooling, which is interesting, like, because mm. that's not been something that we, we typically see in a console, so... That's, like, hardcore that's, PC gamers who actually know their shit yeah. building a PC that know about water cooling and stuff, so that's interesting. Yeah, and I guess at that point, when they were going through that, we were like, hmm, price, I wonder what that's going to be. And yeah. then, you know, of course, they revealed that it is four ninety nine. dollars uh, What did you think of the price? I'm not surprised at all. Um, I don't... I expect it to be more um like maybe like 550 i didn't expect it to be much more than that but i don't know it kind of makes sense the original xbox one was worth 500 because of that extra connect like i know people were kind of annoyed with that but i don't think if anyone expected this console to be much cheaper than that i think that they were playing themselves because you know they're going for this premium market they said the whole time they want this premium console it's going to be really powerful the, just because that they're in like the quote-unquote middle of a gen that doesn't mean they're going to drop this thing for hella cheap like 400 would have been cool don't get me wrong i would have been really happy with that but like 500 was the realistic expectation in my opinion so i wasn't really that surprised by it especially when they just didn't announce it until the very end when they were waiting on that i was like all right yeah the price is probably going to be kind of a a point that they're just going to want to kind of blow over so yeah it makes sense that they waited till the end for that one yeah yeah so i mean that's the xbox one x you know they they've uh they've revealed everything there is to know about it um i mean you know for the high-end gamer who you know already owns a 4k tv and you know wants to play you know games in high res 4k and everything i guess it, it you know it makes sense for that type of person but i just don't feel like that's reflective of every type of gamer mm-hmm. so uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this console performs once it is released this november yep. uh, the console of course releases november 7th is it yep yeah so yeah um and then the conference kind of shifted right into the games and phil spencer announced that there was going to be like uh, 42 games or something like that yeah uh, that would be you know available um what number did he say were exclusive 22 exclusive 22 exclusive and we'll right? get into that in a little bit yeah we're gonna get <laughs> we're gonna get right into that yeah um so yeah they went into forza at that point and um you know i didn't know uh porsche was now called porsche but uh, yeah <laughs> they they showed off a new porsche um car and uh can you remember the name of that car no, it was like 911 or something. Yeah, 911. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, and the Porsche. It had some other names on it. I know that because one of my roommates is a car person. He was excited about it. He was like, wait, did they just announce it there? Yeah. Like, yeah, but no, he's apparently the car is really cool. And like people who are into cars, like that's something that they, they're excited about, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because I got a friend who's a car lover as well. I need to hit him up, actually. Mm-hmm. Let him know I saw it. But um, yeah, I think that's a, a smart move on their behalf because, you know, when a car is announced, that news is going to spread, like, you know, mm-hmm. beyond just gaming news so that's like a, g- a good way for them for Microsoft to get more eyeballs on you know what they showed and everything because yep. more people are going to be checking out the show just because they revealed that car yep. um, but what did you actually think of Forza itself the so game? It's, it's just what I expected honestly mm-hmm. like I don't think that well 
I don't think that anyone is like sold on it anymore. Like I think everyone knows what they're expecting with Forza. Everyone who wants Forza was gonna get it anyways. And don't get me wrong, it's a cool game. It looked great, but they didn't. I, I think they had the car because they know they're not showing anything super special anymore. Like it's the right. same thing every time. And again, that's a great thing. Like Forza's awesome. It's great for the fans. It's probably arguably the best racer out there right now in terms of simulated racing, not necessarily arcade racing. But and it's just a great game overall. I just thought it was funny that they announced the car there and what is cool though is that they did announce a six-year deal with porsche as well oh, yeah. Yeah, so true. i don't know what exactly that entails they weren't they were kind of vague on that but i guess that's good for them so there must have been some great deal that they had there that's really cool good for them but yeah it was just more forza which yeah. is never a bad thing yeah i can't quite remember but does uh sony have like a car deal for gt i have no idea honestly because okay. i know gt yeah. hasn't been around for a bit yeah i guess waiting we'll, on that i guess we'll find out later today maybe yeah but yeah um so yeah forza more forza uh we we kind of expected that anyway uh then they went into uh, metro which was definitely a game we're excited about uh what's the full title of the game metro, metro exodus exodus yeah there we go yeah um as soon as they showed it you know um and they were kind of in the underground area i was thinking wait that's that game i yeah. couldn't can remember the, the name at that moment but it did come to me before the trailer ended but <laughs> yeah i was like wow yeah this looks fantastic like you know I, I still haven't really beat the first games yet but um that that game looks fantastic that was a good game to show good rebuild what do you think yeah i thought it looks gorgeous because uh the metro games were always known for like being visually striking even though performance wise they could be kind of buggy sometimes mm. but um they're always known for looking really good so it was smart on xbox to show that off almost right away and it, again it looked gorgeous and it's really cool because from what i know i haven't beaten the second game yet but from what i know this is like the world is starting to return back to normal after the post-apocalyptic stuff like he they i noticed he took his gas mask off when he was outside which you couldn't do much in the previous games because it was so hazardous and there was no like green at all it was all like wintry and dead and everything so that, that's going to be something really cool to explore and Exodus actually means like a mass departure of people. So maybe that means like the point of the game is going to be coming out of the tunnels and starting to move back into the real world and like habitate it and stuff. And they did say that it's going to be kind of an open world game, which the previous two were not. So I'm intrigued by that. I just hope it doesn't become filler because I am getting kind of sick of open world games a little yeah. bit. But um, I hope it's like a limited open world where like each area is like a decent size and you could explore it. Kind of like this is a weird uh, comparison, but for some reason I, I brought back to some of the Halo 5 story missions where there are no combat. Right. They're like these levels where you can just rush through them and beat them in like literally 30 seconds or you can explore and talk to different people you don't get much out of it except for lore but i always thought that was really cool so they could do the same thing but with like quest givers and stuff in different areas like that or like the instanced areas in uh, dragon age inquisition yeah that kind of stuff i think that'd be cool yeah. and that would fit the metro games well yeah i'm thinking along the terms of um the batman arkham games as yes. well like also a yeah example. those were open but there wasn't like a full open world just open areas kind of thing so yep. yeah that kind of style would be cool i think for that game yep yeah pumped for that that's gonna be cool yeah definitely a good game to show um and then i believe um well i'm not sure on the order of all this because i just kind of wrote this out but um we did get assassin's creed origins i'm pretty sure that was right after it. okay yeah yes yeah. yeah. 
so I was pumped for that. Like, it, it was great to see Assassin's Creed again, you know, after that year gap. Um, yeah, and I'm loving it. Like, I'm loving the whole um, Egypt style and everything. That's that's one of the countries I wanted them to, to visit, you know, on Assassin's Creed, because there's so much they can do. There's so much lore to explore there. So, uh, yeah, and yeah, I'm loving it. Like, it looks amazing. Um, what did you think of Assassin's Creed Origins? <laughs> I think the title is a bit generic, but I think it's cool that um, the, with this, uh, I guess we could call it a reboot, right? Can we call it a reboot? I think we yeah. can. At yeah. least for now, we'll call it one. Yeah, might um, as well. Yeah, because they didn't. They also didn't show anything about the present time. I'd be interested to see if they scrap that entirely. I don't mm-hmm. think they will, but that would be interesting. But anyways, I think it's really smart of them for this quote-unquote reboot to go back towards the start of the Assassins. I think that's dope, because that's something I'd like to know more about. And I really like the Egypt as well. I think climbing the pyramids and stuff, that's going to be yeah, awesome. That's gonna be so and dope. props to Ubisoft for making the Egyptians actually look like Egyptians and like mm-hmm. what they looked like back then and everything exactly. like that. Yeah. So that's awesome. Uh, the uh, Once I uh, saw the initial sizzle reel that they showed of like all the quick cutscenes, I saw that there's going to be like a Colosseum and stuff, which is really intriguing. Yeah. But I was like, yo, that combat needs to be very different then because mm-hmm. the original Assassin's Creed games, the combat, like it worked, but I don't know, it still felt a bit rough for me to think that they can have a whole like coliseum focused on the combat but from what i could tell from the trailer the combat looks very much revamped it actually reminded me a little bit of a dark souls style like with how focused and kind of brutal it was which is really cool and it just looked really stylized now and i'm trying to think of like the focus gameplay changes they showed like the eagle was kind of cool from what i know though that was introduced in what syndicate or something because i haven't played since assassin's creed 3 Um, a lot of this is kind of new to me i think someone mentioned that yesterday that the eagle wasn't brand new i don't think you had the eagle like that in syndicate um but i know because they have that in watchdogs and like other games oh that was it yes like other games yeah yeah yeah, because in watchdogs you have that uh the drone or whatever so it's Mm -hmm. it's basically that you know yeah and you know i was reading on reddit people are saying that it's kind of a blend of a lot of these new ubisoft games and what they've Mm -hmm. been doing which is kind of a bummer a little because i haven't played a lot of these new ubisoft games because they haven't interested me much so to me this is all kind of new but from what i've been reading and stuff it's just more of kind of the same just being blended in which is kind of we'll see on that one yeah. That kind of sucks, but I mo- I'm mostly interested in the story. I hope that the story delivers because yeah. I really want to know about the origins of the assassins. Yeah, I will say that uh, the stealth looked a lot better. Like mm. it looks like real stealth instead of you know that fake shit in the in the old games. Definitely. Like because I would always mess that up. Like yeah. it was just and the AI was so ridiculous as well in those games. So I'm hoping that you know there's more of a, a strong emphasis on the stealth and mm-hmm. uh, that is kind of you know along the 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 same. Um, of quality as the Metal Gear Solid games and Definitely. stuff that would be pretty cool yeah um, I wonder if they're gonna do anything about the uh the chase missions I know people always hated them oh, I yeah. didn't like them yeah either. I hate those I wonder if they'll um worry or change those up or something like that that'll be interesting to see yeah yeah I liked the the whole bow and arrow stuff as well mm, the slow mo cool. yeah. that was cool yeah. that was very cool that was real cool so yeah um I mean the the Ubisoft conference is happening right now as we speak so maybe we'll see uh, more in that game you know mm-hmm. today as well maybe um, hands on yeah maybe 
but yeah that's uh, Assassin's Creed so um, they then moved on we saw Battlegrounds which is a popular PC game yep. um, you know it's very similar to Daisy and games like that um, what did you think of that reveal because now it's going to be a console exclusive for the Xbox so, mm-hmm. so uh, the game doesn't interest me too much just because I'm not super into those games but I know that it's one of those big Twitch games and people mm-hmm. have been playing it a lot and it's kind of struck up a, its own community in itself so I think it's really really smart that Microsoft nailed that console exclusivity I doubt it will be forever I really doubt that game will not come to PS4 later on that game is totally going to come later on but I think it was really smart for them to do this and they also got to showcase Mixer which is cool because I know that they're trying to push that service a lot and it doesn't seem to me like many people are jumping onto it like people are slowly getting on because it's a cool service from what I Okay, explain what Mixer is because I I don't know okay so Mixer is it's the same as Twitch like at its core Mm -hmm. but um now they have they have like these kind of leveling systems they gamified it so whether you're a streamer or a viewer as you're watching streams or streaming you can level up you gain these things called sparks i believe mm-hmm. unless they change that with mixer i used it with beam so i haven't i don't know if they changed the currency or not but um so you get this currency and the point of mixer is like interactivity so right. you can use that currency if the streamer chooses to have an interactable stream you'd use that currency to play with them like one of my favorite examples is that with uh, OBS you can get certain plugins and there's this one plugin that allows you to bind a key to whatever you want and then you know like Twitch plays Pokemon and stuff Yeah. so the chat can press like or they could type something in that will activate that key and it'll change something going on in the game. So like okay. in a horror game, if the flashlight key is F, the streamer can choose to bind the F key to something in chat. So whenever someone types something in, it'll turn the flashlight on and off, making things much harder for oh, the, wow. uh, the player. And that's just a very basic example. There's a, a whole bunch of possibilities and stuff. But um, I think that's cool. To me, that seems like the next big step in streaming, you know, is an yeah. activity because that's the whole point of streaming in the first place. Mm-hmm. So it'll be cool. And it's from the conference, it seemed like Microsoft is going to try and make games that are pushing that, which is really cool because I haven't seen many games take full advantage of that yet. Right. It seems to me like uh, that that one Hunger Games style game. Uh, what was it? The Darwin Project. Yeah. Um, that seems to be a game built for that, which is cool. So we'll see how that turns out because that seems to be similar to the Battlegrounds game. Yeah. You yes. know? It's it's like a Hunger Games style thing, but mm. but yeah, Battlegrounds. It's cool that they did that. I will say that it's great for them to have that console exclusivity um, because you know that streaming audience is a big audience. I'm not really a part of it, but you know there are those people that just play yeah. streaming specific games. You know, people yeah, love those that. Uh, those type of survival games. Like, there's a huge audience for them because I, I know someone who does who just does like the cyber uh, survival games like mm-hmm. Daisy and and uh, stuff like that, and he's got like a a lot of viewers just from doing the yep. survival games and stuff so it's, it's a niche audience kind of so. people love that stuff yeah for real so yeah battlegrounds is coming to xbox um then they showed uh deep rock which you know i don't really have too much of an opinion about you, you have any opinions <laughs> me on neither it just looks like <laughs> one of those uh, generic indie games that they usually throw in these conferences like okay i'll give them it looks a little bit above that tier mm-hmm. but to me i don't know there's nothing really intriguing about it it's just another like four player kind of uh horde like shoot 'em up game mm-hmm. just cool i'm sure there will be an audience for that 
and then um, they showed State of Decay 2 was it 2 yep yeah um, I was actually impressed with some of that but I never like I never really followed the first game so that's probably why I was like a little impressed with the action and stuff but I'm hearing it looks a lot like the first game mm-hmm. uh, what are your thoughts on that um, it does look a lot like the first game especially in terms of like a- animation like the animation was kind of rough that was the one thing about the first game was it was kind of buggy mm-hmm. still even when it came out even though it's very fun my favorite way of describing it is kind of like have you seen the walking dead show yeah yeah, yeah. it's kind of like imagine like that in a game Mm -hmm. so basically the point is at least in the first one you start out and you go around the world and you find survivors and you have to bring them back to your camp and then you basically build up a settlement and that's pretty much it there's not really like an end game and there's Mm -hmm. kind of a story but the point is you're just like surviving in this zombie infested world and you always have to go out and gather resources stuff it's pretty cool it's in terms of zombie games I think it has a high chance of standing out State of Decay 2 does Mm-hmm. Even though we're all kind of overloaded on zombie games, State of Decay was always one of the more standout, unique ones because right. of that sort of thing. But um, I wasn't super wowed just because it did look a lot like the first one. It just looked like a 1.5 almost. It, right. it, again, the animations were still really rough, as I'm sure you saw. Like, I hope they get that worked out because that was kind of annoying in the first game. And hopefully yeah. it isn't as buggy because like, from what I know, it would crash a lot too, yeah. the first game. But it's definitely cool. I'm intrigued by it. Mm-hmm. And I, I need to see more of it first, though, because I don't want this just to be like another 1.5 type game. You know? Yeah. Because that's what that's the biggest vibe I got from it. Yeah. I mean, like me personally, I'm not a huge fan of zombie games at all. I'm mm-hmm. excited by them. But I did like the action, kind of like the gore and stuff mm-hmm. like of that game. Like that stood out to me. But Yeah. And if you haven't played the first, I'm sure two will be a great one to jump onto. Like, for, especially for people who haven't played the first. Like, it's a cool game. Don't get me wrong. It's a very cool game. Are these and games the game, on PC as well? Or oh, yes. Yeah, totally. Just I have it on Steam. Yep. Okay. Yeah, and it's uh, coming for both PC and Xbox in spring 2018. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you already mentioned it that we saw the Darwin Project, which is like a Hunger Games thing. They had that commentator on stage. I, yeah. I didn't know what that was about. But, I know. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of tuned out during that a little bit because like I already got what they were going for there. Yeah. And I was um, I was talking to someone on my phone, but um. Yeah. That's just something I want to see more of first. It seems cool. It's going to be another one of those streamer-centric games. Yeah. But this one I might want to jump in on and play around for a bit. It seems really cool. It may be free-to-play because it's a multiplayer arena battle game, and I think that would be great if it was free-to-play, but we'll have to see. We don't know. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then uh, we got a segment of Minecraft. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like they spent too long on that, but um, it is cool that they're doing an event like that, a global event, Mm. but I'm hearing now that Sony didn't want to be a part of it, so um, that's pretty interesting, but you're going to have the Switch, you're going to have handheld devices, uh, mobile, PC, yeah, and Windows. That's crazy. And uh, yeah, that's pretty interesting that they're doing a big event like that, because Minecraft is a popular game on a lot of platforms, so that's really interesting. You have any thoughts on that? Oh yeah, like I've been a huge Minecraft fan, like you know, since it was still in beta. And though I haven't played it in a bit, this definitely makes me want to jump back in for a little bit. Though I will say, um, a lot of what they showed there is already like available in the Java version. Because the thing with Minecraft right now is it's it's weird right now on PC because there's the Java version, which is the one that we've always had, and then when Microsoft bought it, they came out with the Windows 10 edition, which is still behind on features. And the Java version is still getting updated like normal. So you have these two different ones, and it's kind of weird because the Windows 10 edition is in C++, if I'm not mistaken, right. whereas the other one's in Java, and they don't even have parity yet. So this seems to be kind of 
their way of pushing that Windows 10 edition okay. um, on people because I know a lot of people don't want to jump onto it because it's really far behind on updates. Like there are a lot of things in the normal game that you're used to that just aren't in oh, Windows right. 10 edition. And it's the crossplay is awesome though. I'll give them that crossplay between Switch, Xbox One, Windows, and mobile. And it's kind of I think that's a bit frustrating that Sony doesn't want to be a part of it because. The, I'm pretty sure it's on Sony's side because they tried doing this with Rocket League as well, yeah. and uh, Sony just straight up said no, they don't want to be with the Xbox gamers because they're still um, PC cross-platform play for both consoles, yeah. but Sony and Xbox cannot go yeah. together. So they're trying. I guess that's the same thing here. But um, and like that uh texture pack they showed mm-hmm. that they're charging for. That's literally a texture pack that I have used before. It's called <laughs> the Faithful Texture Pack. It's yeah. the same graphics. It's just like high resolution, like 64 by 64, 128 by 128. It all depends on what your computer can handle. And I don't even think it's that pretty. I think it looks pretty ugly. <laughs> I really like the uh, old aesthetic of Minecraft. But yeah, I think they spent way too long on it. But it's cool that they're bringing this stuff, even though they're just charging for it. That's the issue I have yeah. here. Because beforehand, this is all stuff you could do with the Java Edition. And now... I, I don't know. We'll have to see. It's just that's Microsoft doing their thing, I guess. Yeah, you know? they're being controlling. Really. Yeah. Um, yeah, and as for Sony, I think I feel like they're just being petty. Um, yeah. I feel like they didn't want Microsoft to be able to like mention them in a conference or something like that. It's something stupid. Like they didn't want Microsoft to. They didn't want to give them any leverage at all. I think so. Mm-hmm. They're probably just being petty with yeah. it. Yeah, I don't really get that. But mm. oh well. Yeah, so um, then Phil Spencer came out, and we all know that he went to Japan, you know, a few months back, and, uh, like, it was a big deal that he was in Japan, like, people were speculating, saying what he might be there for, Um, so we saw, you know, a a series of games that are going to be on the Xbox, but keep in mind, some of these are not exclusive, though, Um, but... They went right into Dragon Ball Fighter Z, which looks incredible. Um, it looks a lot like the Guilty Gear games, that style of fighter game. Um, I'm actually going to get to play that, you know, tomorrow, so I'm, I'm excited for that. But that game looks incredible. Uh, but it's not an exclusive. Uh, any thoughts on that? Uh, I just thought it was kind of funny that Phil Spencer's like hyping up this Japan trip and everything like that, and it turns out. It- it's just like, oh yeah, these games are now also coming to Xbox instead of any exclusive games, but I don't know. The Dragon Ball Z game does look awesome. Like As you guys know, I'm not super into fighting games, but that game looked appealing as hell. It looked um, it looked like anyone can jump on and do those combos, but maybe yeah. that's just because they had like a really good demo, but it made me feel like I could even just jump on and start kicking ass. Yeah, so It was really cool. It looked so fluid and so smooth. Like That was intriguing, and like everyone's responses to it have been so positive yeah. that I can't help but jump on and like agree, you know? Because it looks that way to me yeah. even though i don't know for sure yeah like me myself i've never been into you know those uh 2d style anime uh fighting fighting games like i appreciate what they do and everything mm-hmm. and the art style like i love that but like i've just never really been good at it like i never really got into them but because it is dragon ball z and i love dragon ball z i'm definitely going to give this game a shot um, and it looks incredible so yeah can't wait to see that um so they all sh- they also showed black desert um which was on pc previously um i actually played that for a little while um yeah i mean it's cool that it's coming to console i guess because then more people can play it mm-hmm. but um do you have any thoughts on that in particular? um not much i know it's kind of a popular mmo it's not one of those mmos that's just fallen off because you know so many come out nowadays it's hard yeah. to keep track this one seems to have kept its popularity for a bit and yeah it's cool that it's coming to xbox i don't know if it's just xbox it's probably coming to playstation as well but 
yeah, more MMOs is never a problem. Yeah, I kind of feel like with a lot of these uh, deals, it's like a one-year deal, like yeah, um, Black Desert. Because they all said launch exclusive. Yeah, you know, so yeah. gotta look at that wording. Yeah, definitely. Um, they showed the last night as well. Mm-hmm. Um, any thoughts on that game? I think it's gorgeous. I just want to see more on it right now because you know there's so many 2D platforms out there, especially like pixelated ones and like even the futuristic kind of genre is already getting kind of up there as well. But it's definitely intriguing. I want to find more. Or I want to wait for more on that. But I don't have much to say aside from yeah. that now because they didn't show a whole lot. Yeah, uh, I know they showed some other Japanese stuff, but um, I didn't. Yeah, I don't have too much thoughts on those. Uh, so let me know if you have anything to say about those at all. Um, I'm trying to think because like he said that, and then they showed like these games, which I don't think these are Japanese games, oh, okay. like the last night and stuff. But then it seemed like more came later. Right. I don't know. That was that was a really weird period. Me and uh, the person I was sitting next to, we were talking about that, and we were kind of confused on that. Um, Unless those were just, like, the only two things he really got, you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. That's really shallow. Like, that's... (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) That's, like... Because it was really hyped up, like, Japanese games and stuff. I I thought we was going to see a Lost Odyssey 2 or something, like, something on that level, you know? But, hey... uh, I guess I guess we're asking for too much maybe <laughs> um, so yeah uh, later on they showed Sea of Thieves they had a pretty long demo of that I know you've been in beta for that um, what did you think um, so I haven't played it in a bit just because the game doesn't appeal to me that much even though I thought it would um, they showed a lot of features that from what I could tell talking to the person next to me um, just still aren't in the game so it's really nice that they've actually been working on it and they're a lot further ahead than what we've seen in the alpha but to me it still looks shallow like I was wondering I was like okay there's still no melee combat because in what I've played you only have guns and like you're pirates you know you want a sword fight Um, and then they finally showed like the sword fighting pretty late into the demo but it just looked really shallow to me at least at this point and I don't know. I just feel like that's going to be the whole game. Like, the idea is cool. Don't get me wrong. Like, mm-hmm. getting on a ship and, like, being pirates with your friends is yeah, awesome. Yeah. Fighting other players as pirates and everything. But I just feel like the entire game is going to be very surface level in terms mm-hmm. of all of that stuff. Because, like, yeah, they went to get the treasure uh, in the cave and everything. And that was cool the first time. I feel like that's just going to be the same thing every time. You know? Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's not going to be much more to it. Uh, shooting yourself out of the cannon, that was cool. I don't remember that being in the alpha. But then again, the combat's just really shallow. So that's just going to get old pretty quickly i just feel like it's gonna be fun for a little bit it to me it looks like that game needs to be free to play or 20 dollars at maximum i don't think that's going to be like a full-fledged game unless there's just a whole bunch they aren't showing us but mm. i don't know it's definitely something that i think could benefit from being in like early access for a year mm. even though those games are getting kind of annoying too everything's in early access yeah, yeah. nowadays but i don't know i'm not i remember when it was first announced i was excited for the idea but it just they don't really seem to be delivering in my opinion in terms of that but i know there are people who are excited for it yeah and i hope that it turns out well for them yeah i, I definitely feel like it should be free to play personally because mm-hmm. like you said um i think like it, it will be fun the first time you play it but then after that it might just be the same thing over and over yep um i don't know if that's really something they should charge for outright i think they should just have like you know uh, maybe different stuff you can buy like microtransactions yep. and stuff like that and then they can continue to like work Work on the game and build build it up and stuff mm-hmm. um, and gain an audience from that but uh, yeah I guess we'll see we'll see how that turns out um, 
we finally got a release date for Cuphead. Finally. Yep. What did you think? Oh, uh, that's awesome. They didn't show a whole lot, but that's okay because we kind of know what it's going to be. And I honestly, I want to experience that for myself. I don't want to see a whole lot of it. So yeah. that's that's just exciting. I know everyone was like, oh, it's probably canceled. I was hoping that they'd be like, oh, Cuphead is out now on Game Pass or something like yeah. that, you know. But hey, September 29th is not that far away. And it'll be a great little diversion before we really get into all of the fall games and everything like that. So it'll be cool. Yeah, I'm yeah. excited for it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um... Yeah, I mean, I'm a little disappointed because I thought that, you know, they was going to come out and say it's available now. Like, yeah. I feel like that would have been great if they did that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we still got to wait, you know, a couple months. Yeah. Not too bad, I guess. Maybe it'll be playable on the show floor. I'm I'll sure, definitely I'm sure play it will be. It, yeah, because yeah. I'll bet you it plays great. But no, it's going to be cool. Yeah. I have no uh, worries about that game. Yeah, and then we got a nice surprise. Uh, we got to see Terry Crews. Um, yeah, I, I like because I follow him, and he was hyping up an E3 appearance. And you know, I was wondering if it was Overwatch related or anything. But then Blizzard said they're not going to be here, so it was, like I was always wondering like what he was going to show at E3. And it turns out he was, you know, part of Crackdown. Um, I'm not sure at what capacity in the game he, you know, he's going to be in there. Like if he's going to be like the like the main missions type of guy or something. But according to this, it says it will feature actor Terry Crews. It says okay. will feature. It so will, it will feature him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. That's interesting seeing Terry Crews. But <laughs> as for the game itself, I mean, I feel like. Because it looked exactly the same as it did when they first showed it kind of thing. I thought they would have, like, developed it a lot more to, you know, um, make a real impressive splash on Scorpio kind of Mm -hmm. thing. Um, I thought they was going to spend, you know, a few minutes to demo it and, you know, let us see all of the the gameplay elements and how it runs on the console and everything like that. Um, So, yeah, I was expecting a lot more from Crackdown, but they just kind of, you know, showed some gameplay and it looked a lot similar to what we've seen already, um, even like the old Crackdown games as well. So, yeah, what did you think of that? Yeah, I echo that completely. It's kind of, that kind of worries me a little bit because if you guys remember when they like announced the Xbox One back in 2013 or 2012 or whenever they did, um, they were trying to showcase the power of Crackdown and be like, yeah, everything is happening like you could destroy the whole world with the power of the cloud and all that jazz and like half the power was going to come from that and then we just haven't really heard much from that since i know like titanfall games touched on that a little bit but just that azure like i thought that was gonna be a huge part of xbox one and they don't really mention it anymore so i feel like the scorpio is kind of replacing that you know now the power is in the hardware rather than just on the cloud so you would think yeah they would push that a little bit yeah but no the fact that they just they kind of just over like Crackdown felt like it was not important to that conference very much at all which is weird aside from the Terry Crews which is hilarious yeah. um, I thought that was going to be cheesy at first but no it was cool um, but especially since it's a Scorpio launch title they should have went a lot more into that I expected a yeah. gameplay demo right after you know but no they just went straight into whatever else they went into which was weird and again that's worrisome because I don't know I feel like it's just going to be like another B tier game kind of like Dead Rising 4 was or something yeah. I feel like it's just going to kind of pass over which sucks but I, it's not too. It doesn't hurt me too much because I was. I never really played the games, and I'm not that interested in them. Because I don't know. They they they're a cool idea, but they seem like they play kind of generic. Yeah. At the end of the day, to me, so. Eh. Yeah, I mean, like, cause 
this was like the main feature exclusive for this year kind of thing yeah like, and just the fact that they kind of brushed over it that kind of like showed you know the, the entire conference pretty much yep. like it just it told the whole story kind yep. of thing like wow like you're just brushing over this game like this is like your <laughs> biggest <bad>. exclusive <laughs> this year like and like yeah. see if thieves got delayed because we were wondering if that may come with it that's coming in 2018 a lot yeah. of the games aren't coming until 2018 that they showed which was interesting yeah. um or at least not scorpio launches because like cuphead yeah but cuphead is not has nothing to do with scorpio yeah or x or, no i'm calling it scorpio right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so that was very interesting um so yeah we uh we then got to see Shadow of War. Uh, I'm not sure on the order of this. It might not be the same order. But yeah, Shadow mm-hmm. of War, we saw that. And they showed like the, the new Nemesis system. That seems interesting. The, the fact that you can um, kind of recruit the orcs and stuff. Mm. The orcs that you face. That's very uh, cool. My concern is like, is that going to make the game really easy? Because <laughs> the, the fact you can just recruit them now. Like you just hold, you just tap the B button. And <laughs> you, can either, right. you can either kill them or recruit them. Like, <laughs> um, Is that going to make it really easy? But yeah. Yeah, um, it definitely it looks incredible. It looks mm-hmm. great. Um, more, it's like you know, more of the same yes. as the first game. But um, I guess they'll expand on some things with the Nemesis system because that was really the standout feature mm-hmm. in the first game. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, no, I I agree with that. It looked like a lot more in the same, which is fine because the first game was pretty fun. And you know, it's interesting you say that it'll make it too easy though, because towards the end of the first game, mm-hmm. not even towards the end, towards like the end of your upgrade tree, mm-hmm. you were really powerful. Yeah, like I. I guess that was kind of the appeal but it did kind of dull things down because i still at least when i played i still had a long way to go before i finished the story which was very meh in the first place so i hope that that gets addressed in the second game but um so i was just plowing through everyone at that point and i, I was just kind of like all right i'm just gonna play this to the end just because you know i'm going to because i'm close yeah. um so i hope that that kind of gets addressed in the second game but it looked really nice it looked beautiful um i just hope we don't hit a burnout with this i actually saw this tweet um yesterday during the show it was like um it was like the nemesis system is an absolutely like cutting edge brilliant system stuck in a disgustingly average game (laughs) i don't think the game is average i think it's above average but i get where he was going for and i can't 100 percent disagree with him uh, because the game it had like the arkham style combat but it was simplified and it was doing a lot of the same things over and over again until you kind of got to the end and it was getting kind of stale i have to say that even though you got really powerful and that was pretty fun so i hope that that just isn't the case with the second game because if the second game is like that again just from the start i feel like people won't be as nice to it this time around even though the nemesis system is genius i can't wait to see what they do with that we'll have to see but i'm excited for it either way yeah i have to say that statement rings kind of true for me personally because um when shadow of war i mean when the first game came out Mm -hmm. um like it it came out around the same time as dragon age yeah so i didn't get to that game you know um right away and the only thing that kind of drew me to it was how people were talking about the nemesis system Mm -hmm. so like i felt like that's why i wanted to play the game like just to check it out myself um and yeah like i didn't even beat the game to be honest like i stopped playing it after a while um so yeah i kind of feel like that is like the main standout thing of that game and like the rest of the game is not not i wouldn't say shallow but like it's Mm -hmm. you know it's it's like it was 
You're right. It wasn't shallow. I think they gave it all to us too soon. Mm, yeah. I think that's more what it is, you know? And they just made it. They gave you everything way too early, and then they just kind of introduced that second area, mm-hmm. which was the same thing, just with grass. Yeah. And then they didn't introduce much more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a yeah. great way of And it. for me personally, like, I'm not that invested in uh, Lord of the Rings lore either. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, it, there wasn't that to for me to hinge on to either kind mm-hmm. of thing. So, yeah, I felt like I was really just there for to, just to experience the nemesis system personally but that that's not the same for everyone that just applies to me personally Definitely. but I'm sure there's other people like that also yep but um yeah the game does look interesting though and I will be checking out yeah I'm excited stuff. for it I'm excited for it I just hope that it's somewhat more innovative uh, on the formula but we'll see yeah um, so yeah, we saw a lot of ID at Xbox games as well, um, mm-hmm. a lot of indie stuff. And, With a little uh, montage. Yeah, montage. And um, I guess that covered some of those uh, 4E games and the, <laughs> the 20 exclusives or whatever. Yeah, once he like said that, of. I was like, all right, they're going to cheat a little bit here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, you liked Ashen, didn't you? Ashen like was cool. Yeah, yeah it, um, it looks like another uh, Dark Souls style game, which I know is kind of the new trend since Dark Souls is done for now. Um, even though we're probably going to get Bloodborne, let's be honest, more of that, which is great. Um, I, I think it's cool. Um, I like the art style a lot. I'm watching through the trailer right now, but it does kind of look like just another like indie game at the end of the day. It doesn't look super standout, but we'll have to see once we uh, try it out and hear more about it. But it's definitely cool. It's definitely more in the higher tier of like your average indie games, in my opinion. But yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic about it. I just feel like it's gonna be one of those games that looks really cool now, but then it's gonna get like a six or something, and like just be okay. And people will be like, "Yeah, it was a good time, but not much else to say." Yeah, forgettable ultimately. Yeah, I can see that. Um, and then you know we also saw Life is Strange before the storm. Yep. Um, this had some people confused because me, um, yeah, I never played the first one yet, mm-hmm. so I thought this was the second one until afterwards you guys told me that you know this is kind of like a, a, a spinoff yep. um, kind of thing, and they're still working on the second one. Yeah. This um, is um, this is a spinoff being made by I forget which company, but it's a different company. I think it's still a part of like Don't Nod though. I think it's like part of those that team, mm-hmm. just like a B team, um, and it's going to be a prequel. It was actually actually funny because when i when the trailer started i thought that the characters looked a bit older and i tony was thinking the same thing tony and i were talking about this after we were both a bit confused but um yeah it turns out it's a prequel and um it looks cool i'm excited for it and i i would have been kind of bummed if this was what don't not be working on though right but i know that they're working on the sequel so i'm still excited so this will be a nice little diversion it's coming i think august 31st they said or around there and it's three episodes so it'll be quick but it'll be cool i'm looking forward to it i just don't get if they're, I don't know how they're going to do like the time mechanic because you get that like a little bit into the the game, the first game, right, you know. Right. And since this is a prequel, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think the storytelling alone and like the world could work without the time mechanic, but I just feel like that is part of the game. So I don't know what they're going to do. Okay. Um, so I'm intrigued to see what the, what they'll do with that. But I'm excited. I'm definitely excited to see more of the world in the gameplay. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, I hope see. they upgrade the engine a little bit though for the second game because you could tell uh, from the trailer that's still the same engine from the. First game and that one was a little bit rough kind of like telltales i think oh. it i think it runs better than telltales ones do mm-hmm. i'll give them that but it's still rough around the edges 
Okay. Yeah, I definitely need to play the first one. Mm, definitely. Yeah, for sure. But um, then we also got to see. Uh, well, we saw a pianoist um, on on the stage, and they announced Ori. Ori. Mm. Uh, what's this one called again? The full title. In the will. Ori in, in the, the will of the wisps. In the will of the wisps. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. So that's a sequel to the first game. Yep. Um, so yeah, what did you think of that? I think I cannot wait. Like I, I remember seeing it. I thought this was maybe going to be a prequel because you saw like the little owl and like um, in the uh, first game the enemy is the owl so I thought it was maybe like the owl's a kid and you get to learn why it's evil or something but then Ori walked out and I think it's going to be a sequel because Ori looks older and bigger than uh, he or she was in the first game I actually don't remember it might I think it was a he um, but they didn't really show any gameplay from what I remember but um, it was gorgeous just like the first game and I just cannot wait to see more you can tell it's going to be a feels trip based on that trailer um, but no I'm just I'm 100% excited for that I have no worries about that game it's going to be very very cool but one, one thing I loved and I always heard this about the first game before I played it they were like oh yeah it's really hard but like I thought it was just going to be hard like any other 2D platformer, you know, just like mm-hmm. kind of difficult and kind of dumb challenges, just like jumping over spikes and shit. But no, the way Ori works is you have like all these mechanics like wall jumping and ground pounding that you have to like kind of blend together and you will not get through the game if you don't learn how to like blend them all together in one really nice flow which is kind of how the game works whereas even in like Mario and stuff you can still kind of flow but most of the time you're doing one thing stopping doing another thing and stopping whereas in Ori it's very difficult to kind of blend all that together and like also while using the combat because the combat's interesting too Ori doesn't really fight much Uh, what happens is you have this little orb that follows you around and it attacks things when you hit X and then you can blend that in with like ground pounding and stuff like that it's okay. a really interesting kind of combination it's it's truly a unique 2d platformer like i'll give them props for that and that's why i want more of it because you know everyone's always like oh this 2d platformer is great and don't get me wrong a lot of them are but a lot of them are still very similar ori was definitely stand out in a lot of ways so okay. I, i'm excited to see how they innovate on it okay so would you say that announcement is on the scale of like a, a gears of war no or a... no, no, not. Yeah. No, 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 no just checking yeah but um <laughs> that's just a game that i really love but at the end of the day, it's still like a B-tier game. Mm-hmm. Like, it's great. It's really cool. It's beautiful. But no, it's... No. Okay. Not on that level. Definitely not. Cool. Yeah, it definitely looked cool. But yeah, I don't know enough about uh, the game. I, mm-hmm. I never played the first one. But yeah. Um, then they showed uh, the Bioware <laughs> game, you know, Anthem. Yeah. And I have to say, uh, graphically, it looks amazing. Um, I love the animation, design, and everything. It looks great, but... Um, you know, I wasn't completely sold from that trailer. You know, um, I, I feel like I need to see a lot more um, because, you know, people were comparing this to Destiny, of course, you know, in the fact that it's a connected world, you play with your friends and everything. Um, but I need to see more of what's actually, you know, going to be on offer in the game. Like, what type of missions can you run? How many raids? You know, all, all that sort of stuff. I need to, you know, find. I need to know the the nitty gritty of everything, you know. Uh, but aesthetically, it looks incredible, and you know, I'm sure it's going to utilize uh, the Xbox One X, you know, capabilities a lot. Um, it's important to also note this isn't an ex- exclusive game, <laughs> so yeah, you will see this on other platforms too. But um, 
what do you think of Anthem and you know was this the right game to end on um, since a lot of the conference was to push like the power of the Xbox One X I think yeah this is a great game to end on in terms of that mm-hmm. um, so during the conference I was like awestruck I was like this looks awesome I'm of course cautious because it's EA and everything but like right now this looks really really cool can't wait to see more but then before this and even right now I watched it again and I'm still excited to see more of it but I don't like it as much so you can definitely see the Mass Effect influences here. Like, I don't know if you noticed during that combat, like, when you had the shotgun, that's exactly how it played in Mass Effect, almost, yeah. at least from what I remember. And um, it's kind of interesting because, like, the flying and, like, the suits and everything kind of looks like Andromeda a yeah, little bit, yeah. too. Yeah, so there's does. some of that blend in, the, blend in there, even though we know it's a different team. And then also, I have faith in that as well because this is the OG Mass Effect team, so they have skill, and this game looks, like, it looks fairly polished already right now. I'll give them yeah. that. So that I'm, I'm more optimistic than I am not, mm-hmm. but I know that EA can kind of yeah. ruin things a little yeah. bit. <laughs> so I just hope it's not a bunch of filler. You yeah, know? I mean, I shouldn't really doubt that Bioware team because they're great at creating good content, you know, um, immersive content and making great stories. And, you know, they have you know fantastic world building and everything um but yeah i mean it's just the service side of how it will work and so ea games. yeah we know we, we know what type of company ea is you mm-hmm. know so and like they said like this is what they want to kind of be their destiny competitor that's yeah. like the thing now like ubisoft has the division and i'm sure they'll come out with something else yeah can be like that's the new thing now there's the souls like games mm-hmm. it's a new genre that everyone's trying to be and then there's the service-based games so mm-hmm. I don't know. That That's worrisome, but it has the potential to be something really, really cool. The world kind of reminded me of, like, of James Cameron's Avatar as well, <laughs> yeah. you know, which is a beautiful world. That's the thing. The game was gorgeous. Like, yeah. The world was beautiful, but I don't know. I want to see more. Like, yeah. I know it'll play well. I'm sure it'll play well. But story and just actual content, things to do, that's what we really need at the end of the day for yeah. that game. That's the only thing that will save that game because we know the gameplay will be good. We know it'll look beautiful. You know? Yeah, yeah, we just need to see a lot more. Yep. On that. But yeah, um, overall, um, I mean, I guess we expected more in terms of exclusives and you know stuff of that nature. But um, there were some, there were a lot of cool games there. You know, yep. I, I can't say it was a bad conference at all. Yep. Like, it wasn't bad. It's just I feel like um, they needed, you know, they needed something to really force people to buy this console. And uh, I don't feel like there was that, you know, one thing or, you know, two things even like that. That will make you be like, yeah, I I need to buy this, you know. Um, Yeah. What's your final summary? No, I agree. I think they missed that mark kind of by a lot. Like, I don't even think they made it close to like, this is why you should buy a Scorpio. Like, again, a lot of the games were really cool. I enjoyed the conference thoroughly. I'm excited to try out majority of the stuff they showed. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's just like. I know all of it is coming to <laughs> my current Xbox One or my PC, and most of it's also coming to PS4. So, ugh, I have no reason to get the Xbox One X, but the games are great. Yeah. Games are very, very cool to see. And I know, the thing is, I know Sony's games tonight are going to be, probably, a lot of them are going to be even yeah. better. Yeah. So and that's another kind of... <laughs> they're going to have real exclusives that you want to, to play, you know, kind of yep. thing, like, and you will buy the system for, probably, yep. so... Like, yeah, that's the thing. Don't get us wrong. Like, the conference was cool. The console is cool. Yeah. It's just, 
I just don't see why I should get that over anything else. That's the thing. Yeah. That's my only issue, and Microsoft failed to convince me otherwise. Yeah. So. Yeah, two things I forgot to ask you real quick. Um, yeah. So what were your thoughts on the actual design of the Scorpio? Uh, it looks cool. It looks similar to the Xbox One S. I love that it's smaller, though. Yeah. I think it's really cool that they were able to pull that off. I think the console looks beautiful. I, I really have no complaints in terms of how it looks or how... Uh, any of the parts inside or anything. No, I think overall it's a really cool console, and I think 500 is even a fair price for it. I think that's a good price. Yeah, for considering it. what it has, I think that's a fair price. Definitely. You know, it's just the, the game side of things. Like, it's, you know, it's yeah. not a lot uh, that feels worth it. I mean, you can just buy an Xbox One S, you know. Yep. And, for 250 Yeah. yeah. Well, literally half the price. Yeah, mm-hmm. so unless, like, you're, you know, you're really about your technology and, you yeah. know, your, your screen quality and all that stuff, like, I don't see that much of a reason to to want to buy that keep in mind you also need to get a 4k tv which they kind of they did mention it a few times but they kind of glossed over that so that's another uh, couple hundred bucks on top of getting the xbox one yeah. x if you don't have one already which kind of is bum- like it it definitely it improves 1080p games they already yeah, said yeah, yeah. and it makes them run better even oh the xbox backwards compatibility yeah the first oh yeah, one, yeah they yeah, said it enhances that, that yeah. as well yeah. um which is cool that's very very cool but at the end of the day i don't think anyone's getting an xbox one or an xbox one x to play their xbox to Xbox and 360, it's just a nice bonus. Yeah, exactly. Like, I will say, I'm keeping my Xbox One for a long time because of, like, games with gold. And, like, I have, like, 200 games on there right now, a lot of because of games with gold and, like, my old games. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, there's no way I'm getting rid of that system. Microsoft has me in there because of that. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to keep getting, like, I'm not going to get the X, you know. I'll probably still get the next system because of Halo, and I'm a huge Halo fanboy and everything. But, um I still I, I I want that PS4 and I still want to switch. You know I don't want an X. Yeah, uh, let me say as well that you know um, bringing in the, the original Xbox games was a smart move, yeah. and I feel like that that can be a real chess move for them as well in the long term because we know Sony's going to be promoting Shenmue Three, and you know Microsoft can be like, hey, like if you like because PlayStation didn't have Shenmue Two, you know, so they mm-hmm. they don't have that to fall back on. So yeah. Microsoft can be like, yeah, you can get Shenmue Two. On, on this system yep. you know like and you know, have the complete story or whatever like you know that's so. really cool that's really cool <laughs> yeah but yeah. I still just don't like that is really cool but again no one's gonna buy an Xbox just to play Shenmue 2 yeah no one's no. gonna buy it just for that it's just <laughs> yeah. a cool addition you it's know very like, very if, cool if you already own that game yeah. like I guess it's you know it's cool you, you can revisit it I guess that's yeah. the best way to summarize the conference though is like yeah. it's all bonuses for people who already have one is what it felt like yeah. as someone who is an Xbox One owner that's what it felt like to me you know yeah. I can't imagine something someone who doesn't have one like yourself for example mm-hmm. being like yeah that's cool i'm gonna get an xbox now yeah no yeah and even like it's cool that it can you know um enhance 1080p games yeah. and stuff for your 1080p that's tv cool. and stuff but i wouldn't say that's worth buying the system for you know at all so yeah um and the final thing i was gonna ask you about was that game right there the fox game the, t- <laughs> the tales because <laughs> uh, I, I realized we didn't mention that <laughs> and that was quite hilarious like, uh, what were your thoughts when you saw that so for the first minute or uh, 30 seconds he's like dancing around the screen and shit i i would have bet money that conquer was gonna come out and like shoot him or something <laughs> you know do something conquer related but um since that didn't end up happening i'm kind of bummed out but the game looks cool uh it looks 
overall just like a family friendly platformer um it'll probably do fine i just hope that this i hope that early on this wasn't supposed to be like a banjo kazooie and they were like no let's tone it down and make a family friendly game and turn into this i'd be very mad at that but um no it's it's cool i know tony tony was a pretty big fan and he actually brought up some points on it that made me like it more than i thought i would it's creative i'll give him that like this is this is a weird zany kind of game but I don't know. I, I think overall it's going to be pretty forgettable in the long run. Like, it'll, yeah. it'll be fun for a little bit and then that's it. But it's definitely cool. It's just not something I expected to be at the Xbox One X conference. I'll give them that, you know, trying to push this console. This is not something I, I would expect them using to push it. But, yeah, it's a nice throwback. Yeah. So. Looking game. Yeah, overall, it was a cool show. Um, definitely beatable for Sony, I think. Like, you know, they... they I'm sure they have a lot of interesting things to show later today mm-hmm. but um the xbox show was good like you know if you're already in that xbox ecosystem there's some cool things to look out for yeah. i think um but yeah i just don't feel like there's enough to warrant you know people to buy the xbox one x at the moment mm-hmm. but maybe that can change later on yeah you know, um, any final thoughts on the show oh yeah i guess i can safely say like you were just saying like for those who are in the ecosystem like I want a PS4 because of its exclusives, but that doesn't mean I'm shitting on the Xbox One at all. Like, if I just had to stick... If I knew I had to stick with just the Xbox One mm-hmm. for the rest of this gen, I'd be very happy. I'm still yeah. very happy with all this stuff. Yeah. It's just, I want those... I want, like, Persona. Mm-hmm. You know? I want Neo. I want Nier. I want games like that on mm-hmm. my Xbox as well. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Yeah. But I don't have them. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, no. Like, there's still awesome games coming. Like, so much cool shit here. Mm-hmm. I can definitely say that. And I think anyone... Anyone who says the conference was bad, I think... You, that's there are definitely worse conferences like this was overall just good a good conference in my opinion yeah indeed so yeah you guys let us know what you think about the show you know in the comments we're interested in uh hearing from you guys as well definitely but yeah from now from for now we're just gonna um focus on getting ready for the the sony conference and stuff and you know we'll be back again to recap that so uh, keep a lookout on the website and everything yep so yeah peace out